Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Regarding ID podcast. I'm Gina Jordan. For more than a decade, Dr. Stephanie Shuckers has been a leading researcher and teacher of biometrics, as well as an entrepreneur. She's a professor at New York's Clarkson University and director of the Center for Identification Technology Research, known as CIDR. Shuckers has been instrumental in educating the next generation of biometric scientists, and her work is being recognized this year by the Women in Biometrics Awards. My first job as a professor was at West Virginia University, and West Virginia has FBI's facility, uh, which houses, at that time, their automated fingerprint identification system, their APHIS system. So the fingerprints themselves are stored in West Virginia. And at that time, a decision was made to engage with the university to increase their research in the biometric field. And that I was happened to be at the right place at the right time for that. Shuckers was a young professor when a more seasoned colleague started CIDR, enabling her to perform research there. So that's really, you know, been the mechanism that fused my research with ideas and obviously funding and connections to government agencies to industry working in that area through the center. I came to be the director of the center in 2011. So I had moved in, in the meantime to Clarkson University and then moved to be the director in, in 2011. I think it was a neat evolution because, you know, I learned about biometrics through the center and then did research through the center and then eventually was able to direct the center, which I still do today and I really enjoy it. Shucker's research has advanced biometric concepts. She was founder and CEO of NexID Biometrics, a university startup for fingerprint liveness detection, which was recently sold to Precise Biometrics. It's one of her proudest accomplishments. One of the first projects that came through the center was studying fingerprint liveness. So this is not do two fingerprints match, but when the fingerprint is presented, is it coming from that person, that real quote unquote live person? So we wrote a paper way back when, I think the first paper we wrote is in 99, but the full journal paper came out in 2003. And that I think basically at that time started a whole new area of research. And I can say, you know, we were one of the few people publishing in that area for a number of years, you know, how do you detect? And then all of a sudden we realized that we needed to start to transition this technology to the commercial marketplace. And then a lot of other researchers began that, as well as um, obviously companies incorporating that technology into their product. The de- market demand began to build for that piece of it. So I guess I'm very proud of doing research in that area at the very beginning. We also took some of that research and spun out a small business, which we sold this year, actually. So I I think it's connected. It's hard to say, like, what part I'm most proud of. But I think just being part of that, seeing the research, plus, you know, the commercialization piece of it. And then we also do competitions. So seeing the outreach, kind of get that data out there on what live and spoof uh, fingerprint images look like so we can solve the problem more globally, not just our own company. The path that led to Shucker's biometrics career started in West Virginia, near that FBI facility, in the right place at the right time, she says. But her background helped facilitate serendipity. In my PhD thesis, I worked on algorithms that recognized heart arrhythmias 
for implanted devices. And so very similar skills. You're measuring something, you're extracting features from that measurement, and then you're making a decision. And that's true for biometrics. And so that's why it was a natural for me to get engaged with it, you know, when I started to work at West Virginia. So I do find it fascinating taking, you know, sort of the measurement from the human body part of it. So that started before I even went to grad school, that line of interest, that interconnection between technology and the human. Her work has even carried her to the halls of Congress, where she testified at a hearing on the current and future applications of biometric technologies. She jokes that it's one of the scariest moments she's had in the industry. That was interesting because not only is it terrifying to be questioned by senators, because you never know what they're going to poke at, um, but I really felt like I was representing the biometrics industry and because I enjoy working um, with so many people, both on the research side and on the operations side and the industrial side, that I didn't want to let them down by um, not representing our field well. So uh, anyway, I enjoy, enjoy working in this area and I think that was uh, quite an experience. Now Shuckers will again represent the biometrics industry when her name is called at the 2017 Women in Biometrics Awards Ceremony in New York City. The awards, recognizing five recipients, are part of SIA Honors Night on November 15th. Thank you and congratulations to Stephanie Shuckers. And thank you for joining us for this edition of the Regarding ID podcast.